I'm up in the spot looking extra fly. For the day I die, I'm a Tusk guy. The Denver Sports Medic Show with Aniwa Pira exclusively on Mile High Sports. All right, welcome back to the Denver Sports Betting Show right here on Mile High Sports Radio. Thank you guys for rocking with us this week and on this Friday, FM 98.1. Also streaming live anytime, denversportsbetting.com as well as milehighsports.com. Let's go on out to the Go Fast Energy Drink hotline and text line and uh, welcome in a very special guest, our brand ambassador over at Denver Sports Betting. You might know him from his time on the football field. Mr. Rod Smith, what's going on, my man? What's happening? Hey, next time, man, I'm coming over to the studio, man. Y'all better have some snacks, too. Hey, man, we're gonna, we'll are gonna we make sure you're taken care of, man. We'll put out a whole smorgasbord. We'll get the buffet going. Ryan's the only one that brings snacks. I always have to ask if Ryan's going to be here. We'll make it happen. Hey, Ryan's smart. What you guys up to, man? The world of sports is crazy. It is, man. There's a little bit of this, a little bit of that. But uh, let's go ahead. Before we dive into the draft, I mean, we've been priding ourselves here on the show. Every station known to man in this city is going to talk Broncos and talk NFL to the death. I mean, like till they, you know, can't talk anymore. So let's start with the Nuggets with you. I know that you care about the Nuggets. You've been up to date with Absolutely. them. What uh, what's obviously they lose Jamal Murray. That's very unfortunate. But they haven't that lost hurts. since losing Jamal Murray. What do you make of the Nuggets' resiliency and their ability to uh, kind of keep on keeping on despite the circumstance? You know what? I don't get that, Cody. Uh, Jamal Murray is phenomenal, man. He was having a lights out year, should have made the all-star team. And, you know, Jamal get well, you know, everybody, I saw a video the other night on Instagram where everybody wishing him well and waiting for the blue arrow to get back, man. I became a huge, huge fan just watching how he plays with resilience and, and just really exhausted everything last year in the playoffs. So we definitely, uh, hoping for a speedy recovery. I had an ACL injury mm. and my career took off after that. So he, he's going to actually get better. So we're looking forward to him coming back. But you know what it is, man, it's coaching. Because these other guys who play behind him obviously are guys that can that can produce, but they don't get as many minutes because you got a guy averaging twenty five a game, right. twenty seven a game, you can't take him out. And plus he plays a lot of minutes and he's very, very efficient and effective and, and he's a he's a leader of that team. That young squad, he's a leader of that squad. So you, I mean he comes out it's because he's tired. But these guys behind him have said, man, listen, this is our opportunity to get some reps, and, and that's what you want. For me, it was just like that for me. Coach put me in. I was behind a guy, and I was just happy to get some reps. And so those guys who are getting those reps now say, hey, listen, I want to keep getting reps. I want to keep playing, not because he's down, but I want to show this team I can help us win, and they went on this winning streak since. Hey, Rod, it's Chase Howell. Uh, I want to ask you a little bit about how your Nuggets fandom started. What was it? Where Did you start going to games during your playing days? What made you want to you know, start watching this Nuggets team? You, you know what, man? Honestly, when I, when I moved to Denver over 20-some years ago, I became a fan of anything Colorado. I just did. You know what I'm saying? And uh, a lot of people, oh, you weren't a Nuggets fan? I said, yeah, but I am now. I've been living here for over 20 years. Over half my life I've lived in, in Denver. So mm-hmm. I'm a Nuggets fan. I'm a Rockies fan. I went to the Rockies opening day, a phenomenal beat the, beat the, the Dodgers. Mm-hmm. You know, my thing is I'm rooting for all things Colorado. And, and people are like, well, wow, you're just only there because you're, you're there. I'm like, you're damn right. I'm here. I want, I want us to win as a city. When I don't say, well, the Nuggets lost. I said, no, we lost. I feel a part of that just like I did with the Broncos. Except the Broncos paid me, and if the Nuggets want to give me a 10-day contract or a 10-minute contract, you know, I'm available. Good stuff. I heard you had quite the game, right, back in high school? 
Yeah, you love to see it. Well, it's good to see you got your head on straight as well because there's some people in the national media or some people that are in and around sports that, for whatever reason, don't think Nikola Jokic is the MVP. So it's nice to see that uh, you can at least think straight and see what's happening in front of you because clearly a lot of these uh, media pundits cannot. But uh, let's go ahead and transition over to the NFL. And obviously, we've got the draft coming up next week. Uh, week, Well, no, this will be the day two a week from today as well. But a lot of conversation about the Broncos. Are they going to move up? Are they going to move back? Are they going to stay the same? Are they going to draft a quarterback? What does Rod Smith want to see the Broncos do? Honestly, I want to see them get an impact player. Okay. And, 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 and the impact player to me is the person who can play right now. We, we've not played well as a team. We've had injuries, but here's the deal. Everybody can say COVID season, all that crap. Everybody deals with the same damn thing. Everybody deals with the same thing, so there's no excuse we have to put a better product on the field. We got to get coached better as a whole. I mean, everybody's over there working their tail off. Coach Fangio's over there working his butt off right now for who they can bring in and make it, make an impact. You know, uh, you want to go and get another guy like Chubb, and I'm not just a defensive guy, but if you're gonna, and I think you got to decide what you're gonna do with your quarterback, and that's right. that's what none of us know. If they know they're gonna go with Drew. Uh, here's my thing I'm always about, too, going to have multiple great players at each position, right? Because mm. it's rare that a guy takes every snap in the NFL. Drew didn't take every snap last year. He missed several games, and then we start scrambling for backup quarterbacks, and a lot of times it's like, oh, well, he's a backup quarterback, so you don't have to have a guy that's less talented. That's just my, my thinking. But if, I think it all hinges on what are you going to do with Drew. If Drew's your guy, you're going all in with Drew, um, you can go and get another quality um, um I guess backup quarterback, if you want to call it, the guys on the team now working their tail off, and I'm definitely rooting for ripping in those guys as well. But you've got to get good players on your team. And so who can make an impact now? You know, we lost Vaughn last year. Chubb had a, Chubb had a Pro Bowl year, you know, but at the same time, uh, Malik Reed, uh, I, mean, these guys, I mean, these guys play well uh, who play behind Vaughn, but you still got to go get some impact players. You know, is it up front on offense? Philip Lindsay's gone. He was an impact player. Now he's gone. So what are you going to do? So they got some stuff. And, and right now, I just want to see us get a guy who can come in humble and, and, and put in that work, man. And, and you still got to guide that guy. Whoever it is is going to be a young guy. 
and I want to see him get coached well. And, and what I mean by coach well, let their transition to the NFL uh, uh, actually excel, uh, accelerate because of the way he's, way he's guided. Yeah, obviously a lot of the conversation is about quarterback. I'm wondering, like, if we were going to put you in the scout chair right now, you're, or you're the GM, what are some traits you look for in a quarterback? What are some things you like to see a quarterback have, especially when you're, when you're scouting him when he's coming out of college? You know what? One thing, one thing I do is uh, one thing I look for with any person, period, man. I think they, they, they look at the tape. And, 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 and Shannon Sharp, and I used to always hear Shannon say, the tape don't lie. The tape is going to tell you, but I think when people see highlight tape, see the world today is all about video and everybody shows you the highlight tape. I said, no, show me game tape. I want to see how you are when you're down. I want to see how you're performing against some of your top tier competition. You know what I'm saying? Not how you, when you're blowing the team out and this, this, and that, but how are you when it's fourth, it's fourth, fourth, fourth quarter and y'all got to have a drive to t- take the lead. How is this guy performing? Is he throwing the ball away instead of forcing and throwing a pick? those types of situations, and here's the deal. When he comes to the pros, it's going to still be hard, no matter who it is. I, I really think Drew, uh, if he gets a gets – you know, he definitely needs more reps. That's what everybody knows. But he's got to understand that this game is different than the game he played in college, and he's got to learn to live and play another day. You know, there's it, very few gunslingers out there anymore, like your Brett Favre, who – Brett Favre tried to make every throw. That's why right. Brett Favre also has a ton of interceptions in his career. Right. But he's a Hall of Famer, top 100 player of all time. But, you know, so it worked out for him, but I don't think he needs to be that type of player. But if I'm going to get a quarterback, of course, having a guy, to me, I like mobility. You know, Drew's mobile enough, depending on the type of offense you're going to run. So it's still going to come down to, as an organization, what are we looking for as an organization to move in this direction? we got to go get a player that fits that. And I think sometimes they go grab a player and then try to force that player into the system instead of making sure that it fits. Right. We're talking with Rod Smith, our brand ambassador over at Denver Sports Betting. You can check out all of our local betting information, denversportsbetting.com. And I agree with you. I think the Broncos quarterback situation, it's, it's very confusing. But I don't, personally, I don't see the value in drafting a 21, 22-year-old kid to provide competition to a 24-year-old kid who still, exactly. in my opinion, has a pretty high... I just I think Drew Locke is still a pretty... It's a mixed bag. I mean, you, you don't really – it's untapped potential to a degree. I don't feel like – I feel like we haven't seen the best of Drew Locke, but I uh, want to get a little betting-centric here. I'm looking at some odds for uh, the position in which the Broncos uh, – which position the player the Broncos draft first will be. The odds makers clearly think the Broncos are going quarterback. Right now you can get the Broncos to draft a quarterback with their first overall pick uh, at minus 106, so that's the leader in the pack. But then you have these impact positions like linebacker, offensive lineman. You can get that at plus 400 odds. Cornerback, plus 500. That's a big area of need for the Broncos as well. And uh, your former position, wide receiver at plus 1,600. I know you've been getting into the betting a little bit, but look, it seems like we're both in agreement that maybe quarterback isn't the right way to go for the Broncos, so it looks like there's some decent value elsewhere. You know, that plus 400 on the linebacker or the lineman. What are your thoughts about that? Yeah, no, I mean, like I say, in the, in the sports betting world, you want to win. And so right. you're looking for the, the best odds for your money. And I definitely agree with you a thousand percent. And, and here's the deal. Here's the, here's the only caveat to the whole quarterback pick. There's about five, really about seven quarterbacks in the draft this year that can be some studs. I believe they can be studs only if they get coached. Coach right. Pick. If you don't see most people, they, they, they look at these quarterbacks, they call them busts. I said, but you never blame the coach for him being a bust. 
And I think if, if you get the better information to these kids, they can go out there and make some plays. But go get a 21-year-old to back up a 24-year-old to push him for his job. But I'm not going to draft a guy uh, a 20 – this is me. I'm not going to draft a guy in a – if I move up to get a third, fourth, fifth pick and draft a quarterback – and some people say, oh, well, let him sit for a year. Okay, he's going to sit behind a 24-year-old who you just drafted a couple years ago. That, to me, is a waste of a whole bunch of money. you got a whole bunch of money in one position, and you need help in other positions because Drew Locke doesn't play defense. <laughs> so do we go with the linebacker pick? You know what I'm saying? When you talk about odds, I, I, I think we definitely need another. Can we go find another guy like Vaughn? And I ain't not talking right. about an uh, 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 edge rusher, but a middle linebacker, nothing against the middle linebackers we got. I think Josie Jewell had a great year last year. This guy was all over the field. There's a bunch of guys that play well, but you always got to have those guys that's going to impact your football team. And, and if you look at, at hell, let's just go to Tampa Bay. They drafted Devin White mm-hmm. a couple years ago. This dude was freaking stud in college. He came in the pros. He got coached well. Now he's a Super Bowl champion. But he led their defense. You know, as a two-year guy, he led their defense. So we're looking for a guy like that. That's what I mean by impact player. And if I'm going to put my money on it right now, not knowing, not in those huddles, not in those private rooms, I'm not looking at us picking a quarterback. But the problem is you've got about five or six guys that they think are generational-type talent. And that's a whole other argument with me, why they give this guy a 10-year career when he's just been on the roster a few days. So, but that's a whole other issue. Right. No, I completely understand. Uh, let's have a little fun here with a couple bigger props for the draft. Uh, you mentioned that there's there's a handful of quarterbacks that with the right system, the right coaching, you think can probably succeed. We all know it's a quarterback-driven league, but I'm seeing a prop here for the over-under on the number of quarterbacks drafted in the first round. So real quick, we'll go through them. we got Mac Jones, you've got Justin Fields, you've got Trey Lance, you've got uh, Trevor Lawrence, and you've got uh, who's the Zach Wilson. Zach Wilson. So that's five that you know are going to go. So you've got the over-under, <laughs> you've got the over under though, at five and a half so do you think that there's one more quarterback that can maybe get sneak you know you can sneak in there at the back end of the first round the only the only reason why i think it'll be tight with going six is there's only 32 picks and there's some other players that are balling in college football right now most of alabama's team hell is going alabama oklahoma state they always have four or five guys that go uh you got florida Pitts. he's going to be you know what i'm saying so you can still start dwindling it down to those five. Honestly, one of those five might fall into the second round. Honestly, one of them, and if it comes down to player need, you know what I'm saying? Right. Uh, hell, you can see Tampa Bay could draft a quarterback, but they already know they're going to be behind Brady for a year, and it might not be a bad move because Brady's not going to make – well, Brady doesn't take as much money as he should, in my opinion. Right. But he's always been a cap-friendly guy. So you can get a guy, Brady ain't going to play, hopefully, well, I ain't going to say hopefully, but he ain't going to play three more years. Hell, he might at the rate he's going. I don't know. Um, and, and so, you know, you got some guys who's going to get picked. But that five and a half, that half is what's going to kill it. I think, I, think you'll get, I think you'll get five. If you bet the over, I think you'll lose. I don't think, I think there's too many good, good players in college. Uh, as far as what do you got, another 20, what, 20, Six or twenty-seven picks. Yep, you got some offensive linemen that are studs. You got some defensive linemen, linebackers that are studs, and corners. You got Sertain Jr. You got mm-hmm. Joe Hornson. You got some dudes that some studs. They got to get those guys off the board, or their team is going to suffer. So I think it'll stay. Un- I think it'll be less than five and a half. I, I'm with Rod. I think that's going under the the guys behind those five. Their totals um, are sixty-eight and a half. The next closest total is sixty-eight and a half. So 
The books don't even think that a sixth quarterback is going to go in the second round right now. Uh, yeah, so think- no, there's it's, it's some guys, man, like you're saying, there's some guys that are in college right now. But these are, here's the thing. The quarterback is usually the only iffy one. Usually when you get those young defensive guys, they go and make an impact immediately because they can just run and fly around. Offense, you got to have timing. you got to have rhythm. And that's what make, throws it off for the quarterback position itself. Good stuff. That is Mr. Rod Smith. He is our chief brand ambassador at Denver Sports Betting, denversportsbetting.com. You guys obviously know him from his time on the football field. But, hey, Rod, we'll do it again next week. We'll get you on. We'll talk some more NFL draft and uh, tell people where you can look up all about the uh, local sports betting information. No, you got to go to Denver Sports Betting, man. I think you guys, we've done a great job of putting together where people like me, guys, when I first start doing this a little bit over a year ago, uh, Ryan and Nilo, they, they basically took me under their wings and were showing me how to do this because, of course, I couldn't bat, you know, but at the end of the day, go there to get the information, go to our, our 101, you know, sports betting 101. Mm-hmm. It's a place for, for those who don't understand the lingo of sports betting and just find that one area where you can get your bets in and go out there and make you some cash. But these guys have had some, some, some tremendous picks. But I'm telling you right now, I'm going with the with the under. If it's five and a half on the quarterbacks, definitely yep. I'm taking the under on that. All right, there it is. Rod Smith, our chief brand ambassador at Denver Sports Betting. Thanks for a few minutes of your time, my man. Yeah, I'm coming in the studio next week. All right, we'll make Can't it wait. happen. All right. All right, we got to get to a break. The Denver Sports Betting Show, show rolls, on, rolls on right after this. Never so young on my plane. Party 